Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. A one, two, three. Did you ever see a podcast floating down the lane? Did it ever kiss you hello? Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast. Peter Catch! Thanks, Lee. What is this? That is a volleyball. Oh, I thought it was a very tiny moon. Well, sort of the same thing. I guess so. You know, the Story Pirates take stories written by kids, and we turn them into awesome radio plays. Today is no different. We're going back into the archives to play some of our favorite stories from days of yore. It's true, Lee, and today is no different. Today's story was written by a then-sixth grader from Oak Hills, California. Her name is Tori Fernandez, and her story is called Volleyball in the Future and the Past. That sounds like an amazing story. It is an amazing story. I want to hear it. If there's two things I love, it's sports and time travel. Ugh, I agree. But before we hear the Story Pirates adaptation of that story, let's hear the original story that Tori sent into us that we adapted. Read it, Lee. Read it. Here we go. Volleyball in the Future and the Past by Tori Fernandez. When Tori was sleeping in bed, she was dreaming about playing volleyball in the future. When her coach Tim told her to pay attention to the ball, the coach distracted her. When she looked back, the ball came straight to her head and she got knocked out and woke up in the past. When Tori went back in the past, she saw her friend dressed really funny looking like they used to wear in the past. I knew who she was, but I didn't think she would know me. She wore this weird volleyball outfit that looked like white bloomers and a waistband that came with it. When she woke up again, she went back to the present, and her friend came to visit her to have a play date. 
And also, she played volleyball with her friend in the backyard. The end. Whoa. Woe is right. I want to play volleyball in every time period. Well, first, let's hear the Story Pirates adaptation of Tori Fernandez's story, Volleyball in the Future and the Past. And that whistle marks our halftime, Cats versus Dolphins. Coaches, you may address your teams. All right, ladies. Circle up. Great hustle out there. Thanks, coaches. That's right. That's right. I'm Tim, your coach. Now, ladies, don't forget, you're out there to play a volleyball game. Especially you, Tori. You got it, coach. And always remember that I'm your coach. Coach Tim. Cool, cool, cool. Now, I want you to remember to keep sight of the ball. Don't lose touch with the ground for more than a second or two. And never, ever forget that right now, Tori's asleep and we're all in the future. Uh, what was that? All right, break. Let's remember to hustle out there, girls. Let's go. All right, serving first are the cats. Hey, Veronica, did you hear what Coach Tim just said? What, about you being asleep and that we're all in your dream world and that this is a volleyball game of the future? Um, yeah, something like that? Nope, you must be imagining things. Here, why don't you serve this anti-gravity volley sphere over that space net to that team of genetically engineered robo-humans? I'm a volleyball, but I also have feelings. What? This really is a game of the future. Well, if you're just going to stand there, I'll serve. Zero, zero. Hup. So, if I'm dreaming and this is the future, that means that if I wake up... Tori, pay attention to the ball! Huh? I said, watch the You just got hit in the head with a volleyball. But don't worry, it's halftime. And that whistle marks our halftime, Cats versus Dolphins. Coaches, you may address your teams. Hear ye, hear ye, young dames and lassies of ye old volleyball team. We hear ye, Tim. I beseech you, yay or nay, the game in which we partake beeth one of the ball in volley. Yay! Tori? Um, yay? A charm. Yay or nay? I be as your leader and advisor, and I may be summoned by my common name, which hath been decreed as Coach Tim. Yay! Tori? Um, yay? Likewise. Now, doth not forget, ye young athletes, that this match in which we doth partake beeth a revolution, and that said revolution beeth a glorious one, and most of all, that Tori hath been knocked unconscious by a volleyball, and now we're all in the past. Wait a second. I've woken up in the... Fie! Engage, young damsels, in the hurly-burly of this game of volley. And serving first doth be the cats. Hey, Veronica, did you hear what Coach Tim just said? You doth I did. What? You bet I did. And he's right. You have been hit in the head by a volleyball and totally woke up in the past. It's volleyball. Check out our cool uniforms. Um, Veronica, you're wearing white bloomers with a stretchy waistband. Yeah, and so are you. Serving zero zero. Hup. <gasps> She's right. I'm wearing bloomers too. Tori, stop at the examination of your robes and maintain watch of the accursed volleyball. Huh? I said watch thine You're in bed. You must have been dreaming. Hey, Mom. I guess I was. I was 
just dreaming about volleyball in the future and the past. Well, now you're in the present. And your friend Veronica came over for a play date. Hey, Tori, want to play volleyball in the backyard? Sure. Yeah, that whistle marks the end of our story. Coach's closing remarks. Girls, I just want to see how proud I am of you. You really know how to play this game, which is volleyball. Coach Jam. Now, as I always say, tally ho and sally forth, you two. Oh, and don't forget your bloomers. And don't forget me, your volleyball. Um, maybe we should take up hockey. The end. And now Lee speaks with the author herself, Tori Fernandez. Hi, Tori. Hi. How you doing? Good. Where are you right now? I'm in my house. I'm about to go to church soon. Oh, cool. And you live in California, right? Yeah. Where in California? Oak Hills. And how do you like Oak Hills? It's okay. We have a really big yard to play in, so... Could be worse. I live in New York. I've never seen a yard before. Well, in our yard, we have, like, fruits and, like, fruit trees and all that, so... Are you kidding me? That's like Mm -hmm. a dream come true. You can just go out to your yard and pick fruit from a tree? Well, my sisters do that, and my chickens. They run around the yard all the time. You have chickens? Yeah. How many? Well, we had seven, but two of them are gone now because we think the coyotes took them. You have coyotes, too? Do you live, like, in the wilderness? No, but it kind of feels like it. Do you guys eat the eggs that the chickens lay? Yeah. So you never have to go to the store to buy eggs? No. Do the chickens have names? Yeah, we named them princess names. Oh, awesome. What what are they? Um, One's Aurora, Ariel, Jasmine, Anastasia, Princess, Queenie, Little Red. What part of California is Oak Hills in? In the high desert. So you have chickens and coyotes and fruit trees, and you're in the desert. My mom wants a goat. What? (laughs) What does she want a goat for? To milk it. (laughs) Is that her laughing? Yeah. Do you think it's going to happen? I don't know, but she really wants one. (laughs) Are you going to give the goat... A princess name? Maybe Snow White, because it might be white. There you go. (laughs) I think Snow White is a really funny name for her goat. So, Tori, you wrote the story Volleyball in the Future and the Past. Yes. You were in the sixth grade when you wrote it. I'm going to eighth grade now. How did you get the idea for your story? Volleyball was my favorite sport, and I used to get hit in the head (laughs) with the volleyball most of the time. So it was kind of embarrassing, but I got through it. And I just thought, well, maybe since I get hit in the head with volleyball so many times, maybe I could use that in my story, like get hit in the head and then go back in time and then get hit in the head and again and then like wake back up in the future. It's kind of like you're passing out and dreaming about something else. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. I really love your story. Do you still write stories? Well, sometimes I write songs in my room. That's cool. What's your process like for writing songs? Well, sometimes, like, when I'm bored, I just, like, write something in the songs of how I feel sometimes. Or if you see something, you just want to write about that or something like that. Do you find that you tend to write more songs when you're feeling a certain way, like... Do you write more songs when you're happy or when you're sad or you're, like, angry or... Yeah, sometimes, but not the angry part. I just keep (laughs) that inside me. 
<laughs> um, like when you get hit in the head with a volleyball, are you like, I'm so angry, I need to write a song about that? No. <laughs> Tori, thank you so much for talking to me today. Bye. Thanks to all of you out there for listening to today's podcast. And if you want to help us spread the word, please rate us on iTunes and leave a comment. Special thanks to Tori's mom, Michelle, and to Sirius XM Radio. If you want to see Story Pirates perform live, we'll be in Philadelphia at World Cafe Live on September 20th, in Witter, California on October 4th, in Glen Ellen, Illinois, also on October 4th, and in Baltimore, Maryland on October 12th. Plus, we have shows coming up this fall in the Los Angeles area and nearly every Saturday in Midtown Manhattan, where kid authors get to see their stories come to life on stage. Details and tickets are all at storyparts.org. While you're there, check out our amazing school programs and buy a t-shirt. When we come to your school this fall, we want to see you wearing your very own Story Pirate shirt. It's all at storypirates.org. Please remember to friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. And of course, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And we'll see you next time. Hey, grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control! We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice, too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website, Carnegie 
Boogie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org.